Yes, guys, what's, what's good? good? You're you're tuned tuned into into Mango Do you mind? <laughs> yes, guys, what's good? You're tuned into Mango Masala, Pi Radio South Asian show. I'm here with Big Mouth Simran here. How are you doing? Okay, Carlos has been cussing me out for the last 14 minutes because I greeted him in a Scouse accent and then I called his popper dog. His dog's called Popper Dog and I called it Pop Stops. I've got some bad news for you. I really didn't. I thought it was Scottish. I didn't get Scouse from that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ugh. Yikes! How are you, Simran? Do you know what? It's been such a week, and if I could complain about work on here, I would, but I can't, so I'm not gonna. Probably for the best. We'll leave that to Halima. It's just been such a week, but so I hate the like. Oh, happy Monday, happy Hump Day, and then on like Friday, everyone's buzzing like Happy Friday. I'm getting like gifts sent to me left, right, and center. Just logging on in the morning, like. You need to learn how to be not miserable with your lives Monday to Thursday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes pointing it out actually makes it worse. You're allowed to be miserable on Tuesday. Tuesday sucks. Tuesday is objectively the worst day. I don't really feel that much. I feel like I'm lucky enough that I actually kind of enjoy what I do enough so that I don't really... And also obviously being freelance, I don't really have the whole working week sort of thing i mean it's a blessing in disguise because obviously doing radio on the weekends as well i feel like i time is like a myth to me at the moment but at the same time i used to get that a lot in school like when i was definitely at school monday to friday tuesday would always be the day when i was just like oh so long yeah and i just i just don't want to spend like the next what 40 years of my life maybe even longer by the time i get that old like just being like oh monday yay friday oh monday yay friday like there has to be more to it than this yeah capitalism in it i mean i was about to say maybe we'll get a four day week soon but i really really doubt it (laughs) i think it's only gonna be for like solely uk based funky companies small as well no but you say like it would be the small companies but if you think about it surely it's the big companies that are going to be able to actually afford to experiment and not necessarily be as driven on delivering do you know what i mean i guess so but i just could never see that happening in where i work right now because it's american and it's huge i just can never see that that them being able to justify that even if it becomes a thing in the uk like a widely accepted thing in the uk i could never see them being like yeah okay we're gonna adopt that as best practice because globally it wouldn't be i have a question you know you um, work for an american company does that mean that do you still have american holidays or do you have the standard uk one no thank the good lord i get normal yeah. annual leave yeah um yeah america is black mirror times 100 america's not real and americans also don't know that other places exist i'm sorry that's so bad but they really don't like just the little things like every like if it's afternoon here it'll be morning there and i'd be like morning and everyone's like morning and i'm like no it's not your it's not it's not my morning i feel like it is it's weird though because you'd you'd expect them to be a bit more um used to that because they literally have so many different time zones within one country yeah but i think they're always in this more or less always in the same like part of the day do you know what i mean yeah i suppose enough moaning about americans i saw and you've seen as well park life lineup has come out and you are you're already hyped about it before this but now i can imagine you're even more i mean it is a 
very good lineup to be fair so it's very similar to last year it's very very like a lot of the same acts a couple of standouts that weren't there nux i am so happy slow tie oh my god and then i think the one that like is really gonna drive up sales and like push it over is fred again at the very top are you very happy about that at the top he was like second actually i want to check who's first but it's a solid solid lineup and like obviously if you zoom in and look at the other people there are some a lot of names that were there last year oh the 1975 and h <laughs> representing manchester skrillex is huge i would 100 percent go and see skrillex wu-tang clan and nas that's pretty cool shy effects near archive sunny federa i remember Ooh. the year that oh. cardi b i don't know if she actually did do part of, I, i've forgotten it's pandemic but basically she was on the lineup one year and i remember when it came out people were like it's actually mad that like all these celebrities descend upon not just manchester but like heaton park in <laughs> north manchester like it's just such a weird is concept. it really random yeah when you think about it i don't know because i think if you, i think going anywhere in london is still like london but Manchester, if you don't go in the centre, I feel like it is such. It just feels weird to think that there's actual celebrities just because like there. Great Greater Manchester is huge, mm. so I, I get why that would be weird to have like a big name celebrity. I've just seen as well. I was looking for Girls Don't Sink and they're there. They're right next to the Young Sing and Twenty Four Hour Garage Girls, which is huge. And Girls Don't Sink, they better put them on a bigger stage this time because I really wanted to see them. Because if you haven't seen them, please check them out. They are so cool, and I think they're from Liverpool. Yeah, that does ring a bell. To be fair, I think they are, or maybe some of them are, and they're really cool and they're so super talented. And I've seen them live, and they were like one of the best. And at Parklife, I was desperate to see them and they just had like the teeniest, weeniest, tiniest tent. And that tent had a queue outside of it to even get into the tiny little tent. And I was like, they deserve more. They deserve more. That's what happened to everyone when I went Glastonbury with Sugar Babes. I was oversubscribed. Yeah. Luckily, I managed to get in. But like literally, I think Nick Grimshaw was like, didn't manage to actually get into the tent because he was literally just stuck outside. Surely someone does like an analysis on how popular these people are and yeah, it was silly, crowds yeah. and then they can gauge what size stage they need to be on. Because then there was like other acts that weren't that great, like Gorgon City, sorry, they were a bit rubbish and they were on like a huge stage. But this is the thing, like Gorgon City, like depending on whether you like them or not, they're still like, I feel like they're a much more well-known name. Like, I know, no offense to girls, don't sing. Maybe they were, I don't, I don't know the size of the tent they were in, but, um, teeny tiny. Yeah. Which obviously they should have been a big one, but for the sugar babes, obviously again, yeah. they, they just, they've got that legacy of 20 plus years and they were literally <laughs> kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Um, it went off though. It was fun. It was a fun Oh yeah. Time. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Do you want to come? I will probably be a bit in, I'll either be in recovery in recovery mode or not in the country, so. It is literally a honeymoon. <laughs> if if that couple can get engaged on a stage in Parklife, you can do a honeymoon in Parklife. Also, I'm boycotting Parklife because the last time I went, I got randomly selected for drug searching, so. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not not a fan still waiting for my reparations from that Pish posh you'll be fine 
just come. Anyway, you've missed out the most important person on that lineup as well, or people. Oh my god, who can I guess? Yeah, who do you think? Because there's people. a lot of flow. Yes, thank you. It's not you long enough. Sorry, they're right next to Nuts. That's cool. It is cool. I'm glad that I've got tickets to see them earlier on in the year. Um, otherwise, I'd be a bit upset that they're in yeah. Manchester and I'm not going to see them realistically. But, yeah. Wow, there so. are. It is a very, very solid lineup. Like that is going to be a fun two days. Praying we get tickets. They should do a thing where, like, if you've been before, then you get like loyalty. Do you know what I mean? Like, would that is that is that fair though for people that like? True, but if you've got people like you that are like, well, to be fair, you you've been saying you can only probably do it for another year or so before being like. This is the thing. Yeah. I think our shelf life of things like this is running up quickly. Yeah, which is why I was very like i was putting a lot of emphasis on going this year to my friends because some of my friends aren't big on like raves and parties and festivals but i was like listen i feel like you are gonna regret this and it was so much fun last year like i could speak from experience it wasn't weird vibes it wasn't like head vibes like it was very fun i think it's all gonna be good it took quite a lot of convincing i think fred again is what tipped everyone over but hopefully we get tickets pray for me Fingers crossed. And now we've had that positive start to the show. Oh let's... my god, you're going to depress me now. <laughs> Not depressed, but just let's get your reaction on something. Basically, the Home Office put out this video on Twitter, which we're going to have a listen to in a second. And, I mean, I feel like we're at risk of giving the same type of commentary that we give each week, but I just feel like this is something that should probably be commented on. It's in the news, um, so let's just have a listen to it. The British public need to be able to go about their daily lives without missing vital hospital appointments, loved ones funerals or being able to get to work. Blocking motorways and slow walking in our roads, these selfish protesters take up thousands of hours of police resource. Those hours that could be spent by our police officers visiting a burglary or supporting victims of sexual assault or combating antisocial behaviour. The right to protest is a fundamental principle of our democracy, but our public order bill will see proper penalties for the small minority who use guerrilla tactics to hold the public to ransom in the name of protest. And now we'll be clarifying what constitutes serious disruption in law so that the police can take quicker action to protect the public. No longer will the police need to wait for selfish protesters to cause hours of gridlock on our streets, day after day, before they can act. Our hard-working police officers have asked the government for this definition. We have listened. The House of Lords must back this bill to keep the public moving and our police able to focus on protecting the law-abiding majority. Okay, my first thought is, was that music legit? <laughs> yes, literally. That's the, the first thing I wanted to talk about as well. So, who? I want to know who thought. Who edited? What graduate? <laughs> like walked into the House of Commons and was like, "Guys, I know iMovie." <laughs> This is how we connect with the younger generation. We need to just go on fruity loops, put together this like... <laughs> Why was it filmed like like a workout motivation video? 
Like she was about to start, she was about to start Dumbo curling at one point. That was Suella Braverman, um, in case you didn't know her home secretary. She was in front of this like sort of grey background. There was like a bit of zooms in and out, like with the... Yeah, um, it was... Um, it was too cinematic for my liking. It did feel it did feel like it was from a movie, to be honest. <laughs> like, I actually can't believe it. And then obviously getting into like the content of what she said is a sticky one because there is the one hand and when I have looked at things like Twitter and Instagram comments, um a lot of people have a lot of disdain towards these protesters, right? Like, obviously, people do get annoyed that it is being disruptive. I've heard stories of, like, ambulances not being able to, like, get through. To which I do think, like, I do see the serious level of disruption it's causing. But then I also see the point they're trying to make. But I can just see this legislation very quickly getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so weird that you feel the need to put out that video like i feel like if there if you feel a need to put out a video like that you know that people aren't going to be happy with it in which case why are people not going to be happy with it since when did gov.uk started putting out videos to say their policies like shouldn't it just be like a bill announced in the house of commons yeah and it's very much like it's giving influencer it is 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 moving with the times but in a very negative way in my opinion get ready with me disrupting human rights for me as well it was the way in which she made constant reference to the police throughout it and it's kind of just a bit like read the room like literally within the past month what has it got to do with the police themselves and it's got more like why did she not once ever acknowledge that there might be a cause that those protesters are protesting about yeah they're just they're just branded as like hooligans yeah selfish protesters yeah i mean this is like how i feel like it would be studied in history books of like how you demonize a population to then strip them of rights mm-hmm. you then you you shift the discourse and the narrative towards like this negative language used towards and this like subhuman language used towards them to shift the public's perspective of like how they're viewed i mean she's no stranger to that it's literally only yeah. last week we were talking about how yeah. um holocaust survivor was not really not happy with her use of inflammatory language to refer to yeah. um, the migrant crisis it's just and the worst thing about that video is she actually didn't make a point she literally said the police have asked us for a definition and the bill will come back or like the house of commons will come back to you with that so all of that to just not make a point is mad yeah just to actually break down for people the reality of this bill first of all, would allow protest banning orders. So this basically means that um, police will be allowed to stop people going to particular places. For example, I think one of them would be people wouldn't be able to protest, for example, outside um, government buildings or stuff like that, where it's a very obvious place where people would want to go and um, cause disruption. Um, People wouldn't be allowed to meet certain people or use the internet in certain ways giving police the powers to um, uphold this to the extent of electronic tagging. And it's literally like, when I think of electronic tagging, I think of someone who's committed a very serious crime who could possibly do the same thing again to the extent of um, physical assault or taking a life. Like, I think it's an attempt to make sure that they are doing the right thing, not someone who's maybe protested and has gone a little bit too far. I just... 
I just need to go to Norway. This is just becoming Black Mirror. Like, it's just actually, the UK is not real. No. The UK bear is not real. Like, what is going on? That this, oh, I feel like we're so subdued as a population. We've talked about this before. Like, why don't we riot like French people do? Um, but genuinely, why are we not up in arms about not just this, but so many things that have happened in the last decade? Not You don't even need to go like just from the beginning of COVID, you just need you only need to go back that far, and it's because the average person, I feel like, if their day to day life isn't affected, if they still get to watch EastEnders at like eight o'clock or whenever it comes on, and they still get to like order from their favorite chippy, then their life isn't changed, and then nothing nothing affects them. This is the thing. This is that's reminding me of another thing which I thought was especially like audacious of Swilla Braverman to say in that video was she used the example of people not being able to make it to their loved ones funerals and if we think about the legacy that the Tory party has left behind in regards to not being able to go to loved ones funerals then I think it's literally so obvious that in my opinion she's taking that thing that they have enacted turned it on its head and saying no they're the ones that are stopping you from doing that their use of language is so important here and who they shift blame on is so important to note because that for one thing they'll justify it with x reason and then they'll use that same reason to justify the opposite thing or to like mm. criminalize or villainize someone just pick and choose i mean the other thing um, that would possibly come from the bill it would be a crime to lock on to another person, object or surface, possibly to the extent of linking arms. Um, you could also possibly be arrested for even carrying items that could be used to lock on. Which again, I think, I don't understand why that's such a big deal because I think as well, obviously everyone has the right to protest and I support people's um, right to demonstrate and cause disruption. But if I was on the other foot and I was thinking from the police people's point of view as to how I can minimise disruption, in terms of people locking on, if they need to be taken off, surely it's very easy to do that. Like I'm No, because you know what I'm thinking? I'm just thinking the, the lock-on thing isn't actually that bad because say they were allowed to like super glue their hands to roads which i've seen it would just endorse brutality from the police it would just mean that they more quickly resort to violent measures to get people off the road imagine ripping someone off the road while their hands super glued to it's gonna hurt and that all on video is not a good look yeah i mean i mean super glue and i'm kind of like Yeah, because I feel like also you are inevitably causing harm to yourself by doing that. But say, for example, someone who's chaining themselves to a statue that they're not a fan of or something, it's so easy to just get a pair of pliers and just go, you're off. You know what I mean? I don't understand why that needs to be a crime, in my opinion. I think think they're probably more closely referencing the people that have super glued themselves to things because I've seen that a lot in the last like this new wave of like protests that have been happening mm. like everyone's super gluing themselves to things and that's just a low iq issue because is the pain nah, worth it it's just stupid but i don't know it's just i don't know whether it needs to be this level of i think there needs if, if they're gonna do it needs to be broken down 
exactly and it doesn't need to be this level because all this level does is open it up to what more can be done and what more can be put in place to stop people from demonstrating give it 10 years and you might see this go a much more extreme direction this Mm -hmm. is just the start along that along with many other policies they've put in place it's just the start yeah i mean this is the final thing i wanted to talk about as well is that it will allow the police um more intense stop and search powers um to the extent that they can stop and search anyone that they believe might have on their possession something that will allow them to carry out any of these other crimes so for example if someone's carrying super glue or rope or whatever like they have if they suspect that they are carrying that then they can carry out stop and search which again is just it's just like read the room but i also don't think they even care i think they've read the no, room and they're brazen like, with it now and yeah. i think they've gotten away with enough at this point that they just it's kind of funny to them and it's just like they can literally just dance on our graves i've said this before like why did i always go back to party gate as the example right because i have not got over the fact that that actually happened and how no one really batted an eyelid about it yeah the news spoke about it but i feel like it got brushed under the rug very quickly and no one really came forward and was like yeah this is effed up it was just kind of like oops silly me sorry slap on the wrist and bye bye and what did like matt hancock say about like oh i broke lockdown because i'm only human and on i'm a celeb he was like i was in love what about everyone who loved their family members and their husbands and wives and their partners and they couldn't go to their funerals i don't properly understand this as well but i saw a clip the other day he was on him gmb and he literally airtime i know but also he literally said i broke the guidelines but i didn't break the law I'm just like, but you were the one who made it. Everyone that, oh, I literally hate this country. I can't do it. Yeah. I'm going to the Scandinavian area. Just come up here. We're going to fight for independence. It's still UK, man. And what's so great about Andy Burnham? Tell me now. Um, He's making the buses all um, good again. Make the buses good again. MBGA. That doesn't look good MBGA. on a hat. Yeah, yeah make buses great. That um, that doesn't look good on a hat. It is. You know, it's good up here. It's better. It's happier. Right. It's more on wholesome. that note, right. I'm rounding this um segment of manga masala up. We're gonna play a bit of music in a second. Simran, thank you for your time. But, yeah. Goodbye, Simran. Bye. Traitor. <laughs>